the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, greetings. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for coming along for the... uh, it's the first day of July. Uh-huh. Very nice. I don't like it. I, it's fine. I don't like it. Because you feel as though summer is yes, slipping away? Yes. Yes. Thank you for putting it into words. That's exactly how I feel. I feel your angst. It gives me a little upset stomach. I just, I, I know. I, but here it is. What are you going to do? All right. I know. Right. It's I'm not saying I can July. stop it. I no. just wanted to weigh in and say that it doesn't actually make me Do happy. you have vacation plans? Yeah. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. First week in March. Something? No. First <laughs> No, this is, it's June, July, August, first September. Weekend, August. First week of sure March. why March came to the Yeah, you're going to need to go to the beach forefront. first week of March. Yeah, I am going to go to the beach. Should be not, it should be not no, too crowded. <laughs> a lot of people it's there. It's cheaper to go to the beach first week yeah, of March. It, plus you're wearing a, a winter coat at the beach. I am going to go to the beach the first week in August. Are though. you? Yeah. The southern beaches or the northern beaches? Uh, the northern beaches. Mm, we'll chill. Yes, I will be in the uh, on the Jersey Shore. Uh, have you been to, do you go to the boardwalk? Like, you know, go to Wildwood or something like that? It's not my thing. You don't like that? Mm-mm. I like that. I don't, that's not that I don't like it. Like, you know, I just, it's not really, it's not, it's, well, it's not, it's not a like beach community thing that I would choose. Right. I wouldn't say like, I'm only going to a place with the boardwalk. Right. We used to go to Wildwood when we were, you know, and I used to love Wildwood. But I haven't been back probably I've, for 40 Wildwood, years. I wonder. I haven't been to Wildwood since I was probably eight. Mm, yeah. Maybe. So. Wonder what it's like. Is there a boardwalk in the in the community you're going to? Is no. there? There isn't. There's a, um, like, there's a, there's a boardwalk that you can ride your bike on. But not like sh- no. guys selling, you know, suntan lotion nope. and flip-flops and what. None of that. Right. My brother would call that. I always thought this was an odd phrase. A honky-tonk. Yeah, yeah. That's ex- what? well. You know what? That's exactly the word I was thinking of when you were talking about Wildwood. Why? Is I don't that? know why. What is that, that is? word? It's an odd word, isn't I, it? It sounds really old. You know how, like, you know, you like sort of cringe when you hear the word moist. I cringe when I, I hear the word, word honky tonk. Really? Okay. And I don't know what that is. Well, great. How about just, you never say that other word again? Just kind of had an emotional reaction to that. I All think right. We're done. Anyway, as we always do, we get underway with the uh, show. Kath presents us with the top news stories of the day. So, without further ado, from the moist or honky tonk perspective, <laughs> won't you please give us the top four at four? For Thursday, July 1st, whether you like it or not, mm. 2021. Number one. A crucial next step in the hunt for COVID-19's origins is to examine farms that supplied wild animals to the market where many early cases were found. There's only one problem, John. You're not allowed. 
All the animals are gone. Oh, because they're all slaughtered. Yeah, exactly. According to the Wall Street Journal, farmers who bred or trapped wild animals for food or fur or traditional medicine in China say they killed, sold, or released their stock after Chinese officials told them to. Mm -hmm. Right? That's shaky. Yeah. The whole thing's shaky. Yeah. Uh, The government bought them up and had them all killed, said a farmer in China's southwestern province of Yunnan. Scientists say the closing of operations like this made sense as a precaution to stop the virus from spreading, but should be done only after thorough testing of animals and workers. And if that occurred, well, it hasn't been made public. Mm. Now, the shutdown is complicating the search for the pandemic source and compounding mistrust between China and much of the democratic world. Number two, speaking of mistrust in the democratic world, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced her appointments to the Select Committee to investigate the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, including GOP Congresswoman Liz Cheney, who was one of only two Republicans to vote in favor of establishing the committee on Wednesday. According to CBS News, Pelosi has the authority to appoint the 13 members of the committee, with five of those picks made in consultation with Minority Leader McCarthy. The Speaker had pledged to use one of her picks to appoint a Republican, which would give the committee a more even partisan balance of seven Democrats and six Republicans. However, most GOP members opposed the creation of the committee, arguing it would be too, what, partisan in nature. Number three, a 30-year-old French woman who caused a wreck during the first stage of the Tour de France is out of hot water legally after race organizers have dropped their lawsuit. What? Yep. USA Today reports the woman held up a cardboard sign during Saturday's Stage 1 and was not actually watching the competitors when German rider Tony Martin rode into her sign, causing a massive pileup. Nearly two dozen people were injured, including some riders who had to withdraw from the tour. Tour de France director Christian Prudhomme said they're withdrawing the complaint because the story has, quote, been blown out of proportion. But... He still wishes to remind everyone of the safety rules of the race. Listen, this is what he says. If you come to the tour, you hold your kid, you hold your pet, and you don't cross the road carelessly. And above all, respect the riders. The woman was taken into custody by authorities and initially charged with fleeing the scene and involuntarily causing injury. Mm-hmm. You still want a prosecutor, don't you? I kind of do, John yeah. John was so hot about I this. Was. He was I love the Tour de France. Off. If you've never watched the Tour de France, it's, it's an excellent sporting event. She held up a big sign. She was saying hello to her grandparents. Then she ran away. Number four. (laughs) Unruly pedestrians and crowded sidewalks have created a dangerous and untenable situation on the south side of Pittsburgh, according to police. And officers will step up patrols and start issuing citations tomorrow night. Mm. The Trib is reporting that the increased volume of people headed to East Carson Street has meant nearly impassable sidewalks. Pedestrians flowing into the road. What? Traffic. Parked vehicles. Blocked safety lanes. Authorities say there have also been fistfights, pedestrians struck by cars... And gunfire. I mean, it's the south side. <laughs> I mean, what in the world? I mean, the know. issues have forced the police bureau's hand, and officials will start issuing warnings and citations to those who block sidewalks and roads. People will first receive a warning, and if they fail to move along, there may be physical arrests. Citations could cost up to three hundred dollars, and that is your top four. Very nice. If, I mean, if you ever wanted a sign that we are post-pandemic in Pittsburgh, that's it, right? I mean, I mean, what what in the world were we reading? I, I mean, like, look, uh, impassable sidewalks, pedestrians flowing into the road, traffic, parked vehicles, blocked safely, safety, safety lanes. Mm. Uh-huh. The crush of patrons along the popular strip of bars, restaurants, and clubs, apparently, according to the trip, 
comes after year-long capacity restrictions put in place to slow the spread of COVID. These measures expired midnight May 31st, and now it's like, it's like no holds barred situation. Mayhem. Fabulous. When's the last time you were on the South Side? It's been a long time. No, we went down during the, uh, I went down with one of my kids during the uh, pandemic. What's the pretzel place? Uh, it's called the Pretzel Shop, I think, right there on Carson Street. I don't know. You don't know the, I don't know. You don't know the pretzel place? I don't know. No. I say I'm sorry for you. Yeah, I was at the pretzel you place. You know it either. Well, you're <laughs> asking me the name of it, and then you're giving me a hard time because I don't there. know. It. At least I've been there. The I think it's called the pretzel shop. Oh, anyway, yeah, sure that's the place I was, and it was right before COVID, and I've been there. So. You don't know it? What the heck? What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of pretzel places, yeah. how about the new pretzel shop, uh, the German pretzel place on Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield? I don't know that either. Okay. I, I don't know anybody who knows if, pretzel places like you know the Listen, I place. feel very strongly about it. If anyone has been to this place... Please find us. And here's the thing. We're not streaming today. We're having some technical difficulties. There's a little bit of an argument going on between our equipment and Facebook Is Live. there an argument going uh, on? Yeah, apparently there is. Um, and we're losing. So uh, we're not streaming live. But, you know, go on to Facebook and just let me let me know if you've been to this place in Bloomfield because I want to hear about it. Okay. The pretzel place, unknown, unnamed. No, I have a name, but I can't look it up right now. If you've got a pretzel bead, no, we'd love to know about it's it. It's not Lawrenceville. The pretzel shop's in Southside. Holy pretzels, Batman. We'll take a quick break. Come back. When we do come back, Dr. Richard Mao is with us. Hey, who doesn't love a parade? Fourth of July parades? Why do we love parades? What are the origins of parades? What does it all mean? Is there a Christian perspective on parades? That's next. 101.5 WORD. History tells us about both the awesome power and the tragic collapse of several ancient empires. The question is, could the world we know be headed for a similar fall? Could what happened to ancient Greece and Rome happen to the United States? Consider that question with John MacArthur in his study titled The Rise and Fall of World Powers. This week on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. If you're attacked by a bear, a dog will throw himself into the mouth of a bear to save you. Dogs are dogs. They pour out their love onto you. Before long, you can't live without them. I have a chocolate cocker spaniel named Lady and a blackmouth cur. He's about 120 pounds, and his name is Arlo. My little cocker, her coat's as soft as a stuffed animal. They're both real soft coats, and my dogs don't have any health problems because they're eating what they need to eat. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is like pouring a multivitamin right onto their food. The omega-3 fatty acids, flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa, the digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. We'll be scooping our Dynavite onto the food, then squirting the liquor chops and the fish oil. They start salivating. Dynavite is nutrition. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. It's a lot of responsibility owning a dog. I get my Dynavite at com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand 
demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Champion Christian School in Champion, PA. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. You like a parade? Uh-huh. Oh, that is a lie. Wait, you're, I see you gritting your teeth. If we're not streaming. You just, come on. You just said, uh-huh. You do not like a parade, do you? Parades aren't my favorite. You've been in parades. A lot of parades. I'm a marching in, band. Yeah, I was in parades. Mm-hmm. I played the cymbals. <laughs> Does that surprise anybody? I played the cymbals in the, uh, it was called the Boys Brigade. Boy, that was a show. Let me tell you something. That was a big time. I can imagine it right now. <laughs> so you've been in parades. I've been in parades. Do you know the earliest parades? Uh, they've found cave drawings where they see prehistoric men holding up their uh, their their gatherings from the hunt, the dead animals, and these people are walking in single file, like like an early celebration parade. How do you know that? I just read. Okay. Richard Miles with us. Dr. Miles, a regular guest on our show, professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, where he has served as president for 20 years. He is the author of numerous books, including his latest, his latest called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Here today to talk to us about the 4th of July and the 4th of July parades. Hey, Rich. Glad to take time out for practicing my tuba to march in the parade oh. over the weekend. Listen, Listen if I could, if I could get in my head any kind of image of you playing the tuba and John on the cymbals, yeah, man, I'd get my flag back out. No, wait, Rich, uh, have you played the tuba, Rich? Is that is that a real thing? In high school, I played in the marching band. See? And one one Thanksgiving in the Macy's what? parade in, uh, New, York? in uh, yeah. yeah in New York uh, City. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow, yeah. Richard. Yeah. My sisters were in that parade, the Macy's Day Parade. That's a big deal, Richard, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> okay, so do you like a parade? Um, yes and no. Okay. I, you know, uh, when, I, uh, when I became the provost at Fuller, the president uh, in his last year said to me, uh, you know, I've been going to this uh Rose, Rose Parade for many years, uh, we, we would always invite like 40 or 50 people and pay for, you know, good seats and stands nice. and have a youth, local youth group stay overnight to uh, save our places, you know. Okay. And uh, so he said, you know, why don't, why don't you and Phyllis host it for a change? And, and then a year later, I became president. So I sat through 20 Rose parades. Twenty. Yeah. Wow. 
And that was a little much. That's a, commi- <laughs> that's a commitment, Richard. How long? Yeah. How, is it like two hours, three hours long? Yeah, about, about three hours. You know, you have to get there early, mm-hmm. be- you know, before it starts. But, you know, there's something wonderful about it. I mean, uh, I, I can still remember across the street from us, there was a group of uh, Mexican-Americans, and there was a Mexican high school band that, had been invited to march that year and and they just applauded and were so proud and we all stood and applauded with them nice and it was just a spirit of something and i i want to say i think that there's something about these special occasions i you know we can talk baseball too but i was at dodger stadium one night and during the National Anthem, uh, I looked down the row, and there were people, at least five different skin shades, uh, including a Muslim couple and a guy who had a headdress like I'm sure he was a Sikh, and all standing with their their hands over their hearts. Mm. And I thought, there's something something special about these public occasions when we're, we're not concentrating on political differences, but we're just feeling a sense of community, of a commonality, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, uh, post-COVID, we all want to be community. At least I, I feel as though a lot of people want to gather again as community. And in these weird political times where, you know, we're so divisive, exactly. the idea of people gathering for a parade is just fascinating, although probably waning. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's waning, but I don't think we ought to let it wane. And I... You know, there's so many of my friends who either look down on it because they don't trust the government or this particular administration or whatever. And and just this sense that we do have an underlying identity as citizens of a nation, uh, which is it, it, it's a it's a way of, of saying, you know, if we if we got into a political argument, we'd be yelling at each other. But in the presence of the band, <laughs> the stars of the stripes, uh, we're all just kind of feel uh, feel something good about being an American. Yes, it lifts and, us all up. Yeah, I think that's right. And you know, given the deterioration of the social bond, uh, I mean, for so many reasons, and we've talked about this before. You know that we need whatever we have so my my town of la Cunata, california is going to have a, on monday is going to have a town parade nice and um, we're going to be picking our newly married grandson and his wife at the airport at that point so we can't do it but i i think it would be a you know it is a good thing to go to those things mm-hmm. and uh, just to acknowledge to fellow citizens that we're there too yeah. you know so this brings to mind the conversation that we have every year, Richard, about Halloween, right? Yeah. Similar thing. So yeah. you, you can imagine, I know you know this from your years of working with the public, that people have very strong opinions, especially Christians on Halloween. And some people yeah. feel like it's a horrible thing to celebrate and you should you know, go into your house and shut your door. You should leave. You shouldn't have anything to do with a holiday like that. John and I have looked at it differently because it's such a it, – it's one of the few nights – where my entire neighborhood's out, right. where yeah. you can talk to people, where you can meet people's kids and mix pet and their mingle. dogs and mix and mingle and be part of something that really is community-based. And there are so few things like that anymore, Richard. That's right. Yeah. And, and you know, Kathy, I say this 
sarcastically, but you know, it, I mean, but suppose one of those little kids that you wouldn't see on any other night of the year is wearing a witch's costume. Oh my gosh, that would be terrible. Right. right. You know. Right. I think we can find a way to get over that. Yeah. Just, you know, know, Richard, let me tell you this last uh, just last Halloween. And of course, it was COVID and it was awkward and things were really scary. And anyway, um, my uh, the the little kid who lives across the street from me came over uh, with his dad and he was in this really cute outfit. And so I said, you know, I went up to him and I said I was standing out on my front porch and I specifically went over to say something. And he said to me, he said, I look at your house all the time. And I wonder what goes on in there. <laughs> All right, so he's maybe he's maybe six or seven. I said, well, you know what? There's nothing very exciting, but you're welcome anytime you want to come in. But since then, now that it's summer, now we talk, uh-huh. right? Yeah. It broke because down yeah. a barrier. right broke down exactly. So now I know. I, I always say, you know what, Luke? I got to be honest. There's nothing good going on in there. Yeah. Just in case yeah. you're wondering, but I we would never have been able to, you know, have a have any kind of. We wouldn't be talking if it wasn't for that night. No, that's right. And just the fact that so many of our congregations, I understand what's going on here, but, you know, they'll have, uh, um, instead of a Halloween thing for, you know, having kids go out to neighborhoods, they'll have something at the church where kids dress up like pilgrims. And it's our own kind, you know. Yes. And uh, we're affirming our, our theological beliefs and, right. and all that. And, you know, with the breakdown of neighborhoods and people are concerned about crime and they're concerned about uh, racial justice issues, anything that can support, uh, not anything, but things, I mean, you, you want to say to some of these folks, get a life, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think there are Christian reasons for this. I'm not discounting, but, you know, loving your neighbors. Loving your neighbor. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Richard, you know, back to the parades in, in our little hometown, I remember as a boy, as a young boy, you know, probably six or seven years old, the 4th of July parade was a, always a big deal. And my dad belonged to, he was a World War II vet, and he belonged to the American Legion. Yeah. And so the American Legion, you know, all the guys, and they would walk down the street. And, you know, they weren't wearing their uniforms. Probably a lot of the guys couldn't fit in, you know, fit in those uniforms. <laughs> but my dad marched in the parade. And I could not believe as a little boy, there is my dad in the middle of the street walking yeah. down the street. And I looked at him. And his buddies differently. There was a sense of uplift and, like we're saying, community and pride that we were all connected. And somehow it changed the tone. It made us, dare I say, holy in some way because we were proud of who we are and where we lived. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's a wonderful example because it's so important to just on certain days of the year, acknowledge that there are veterans in our community who have fought for, you know, our freedoms. And this isn't just about what happened in 1776 and the years leading up to that. It's about a lot of things that have been going on today. And it's it's good to see the Boy Scouts march. It sure is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, great.
Sure is. Dr. Richard Mal's with us, Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, that sunny place where he served as president for 20 years. His latest book is called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. All right, Richard, um, right here in Pittsburgh, our Pittsburgh Pirates are starting their kickoff weekend. Or no, re- what's it called? Reopening. Reopening weekend. Yeah. Um, now, sadly, we have a truly... Horrific team. Terrible baseball team. We're on track to lose 112 games. Yeah, historically bad team. 112. Right. Okay. But the reopening part I can get behind. So I want to know how things are in Southern California with you. What kind of reopening is there? What is the community kind of resurging? What about people going back to church? And you personally. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Our church has begun to meet with, I would say, you know, people, not certain, nothing like the the typical full sanctuary. People have to uh, register ahead of time, and really? they're keeping the numbers down. But uh, we we do not. We, we you know well, we're we're old folks, and so we're going to take a little while before we get back. We watch it uh, live streaming on our uh, connected to our TV screen and, and watch it. We have been in a couple of restaurants. Uh, Right now, it's getting scary again because we've been told that even if we are fully vaccinated, we should wear masks again because hmm. of this this new strain that's uh, that people are quite worried about. Uh, you know, we're living in vulnerable times. Although there's a lot of enthusiasm for just being able to go to the grocery store Heck again, yeah, and uh, a friend of mine. Uh, texted me from Dodger Stadium the other night, and he just said, it's wonderful. What a beautiful evening. And besides, the Dodgers are ahead three to nothing. (laughs) Listen, Richard, don't show off, okay? (laughs) But... uh, we, we we are hopeful, but still cautious. That's good. Okay. All right. Well, it's good. So hopefully we're turning the corner here. Now, in Pittsburgh, in western Pennsylvania, yeah. I, I would say, Richard, we're open for business. I mean, we've been out and about, and mm-hmm. uh, Kath and I, we're, we're back in church. Um, we're back in the studio, Richard, together. Yeah, we are. This, uh, so, we're yeah, we're back to work, back to church, and we're kind of living our best lives now. So uh, things are better. We are getting better. I and believe. we hope you guys get there as well. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear a good report from you two. Uh, care about you, and it's always a joy to be with you. And talk about fun things, too, like playing the tuba and the Macy's parade. <laughs> Whoever oh. asks you, Richard, you're like, you know, you're a theologian, you're a writer, you're a social commentator. A Who asks you about a tuba other than us? I would love to. Do you have a photograph of you holding that tuba, Richard? Uh, I, there is one someplace in our family album. Oh, yeah. We're I would like my, to see that as yeah. soon as possible. My Butler, please. New Jersey high school band uniform. What was uh, it? What were you called? Were you, what was the nickname? The, the Butler High School Bulldogs. The nice. Bulldogs. Sounds nice. extremely we fierce. Bulldog marching band. Excellent. Uh-huh. Richard, well, happy 4th of July to you. God bless America. Yeah. Very nice. Hey, blessings to both of you. Thanks a lot. Dr. Richard Mile, professor of faith, public life, Fuller Theological Seminary. His latest, Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Let's get back to church. Just pew it. This is...
is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. If you're a Word FM listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we'd love for you to see three reasons why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, we pay Word FM listener appraisal fees up to $500, and that's upfront money that you don't have to pay back if by some chance you end up not closing. It's important to us to show our commitment to this station. And finally, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. I'm Pastor Tom Hall. Did you know that First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, is the oldest anything in Pittsburgh? Older than any newspaper, school, or business. Join us Sundays in person at 1045 a.m. Hear the timeless good news of Jesus Christ. We'll be social distancing and keeping everyone safe, so let us know you're coming at fpcp.org. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Hi, this is Robert Jermalowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. July is National Lost Pet Prevention Month, and to help raise awareness, Invisible Fence Friend will donate $10,000 to a local animal shelter. Visit Invisible Fence on Facebook to vote for your favorite animal shelter and help lost pets return home. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight we'll have partly to mostly cloudy skies. It will be less humid late tonight. Expect a low of 57. Tomorrow, variable cloudiness with a thunder shower. We'll see a high tomorrow of 70. Mainly clear skies expected tomorrow night with a low of 56. Saturday, we'll see intervals of clouds and sunshine. We'll reach a high Saturday of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Musical story. Okay, Jeff Bezos. I know him well. 
right? The billionaire of billionaires. The yes. weird thing is, like now, like there's like a, the billionaires club headed to space, right? right. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. uh, the guy from uh, Virgin Galactic, you know. Right. So anyway, Jeff Bezos is headed to outer space July 20th, which of course is the anniversary of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin uh, landing Apollo 11 on the moon. So but, he's heading out with his brother. With his brother. And as a yet unnamed person who is currently bidding millions and millions of dollars to join the Bezos brothers, and word today that uh, Jeff Bezos is taking an 82-year-old woman by the name of Wally Funk with him on the spaceship. Wally Funk, in 1961, was the youngest member of the Mercury 13, which is a group of 13 women privately Mm. tested and trained by a team of aviation medical experts for NASA's Women Astronaut Program at the height of the space race. And of course, obviously, Wally Funk never made it into space. But Jeff Bezos has reached out to the 82-year-old Wally Funk and says, I've got a seat for you. She went and did medical testing, and she's good to go. That's really fabulous. She'll be the oldest person to go to outer space. By several decades. John Glenn. Of course, John Glenn, the first person, uh, first American to go into orbit around Earth, was the oldest at the age of 72. Really? And that was decades ago. He was aboard the space shuttle. How about that? Mm-hmm. But imagine, what were the forces of an 82-year-old? What was... You know, I didn't remember that. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, John Glenn. Mm-hmm. Huh. You were busy. I guess I you was. You were doing other things. I guess I was. But 82 years old and you're going to fly into... Now, look, here's the weird thing. So this is not... They're going to go up. They're not going to go in orbit around this. They're just going to fly up as high as possible. Right. They're, They'll be weightless for maybe a couple of minutes. And then they're going to come pump, back. And then plummet back down. But it's still outer space in a technical term. And he initiated that? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yes, he that's did. That's wonderful. Yeah. I yeah. Like that's that's a really so three cheers for Wally Funk. Wally Funk, and that is a great name. Sure is. Would you go? No way. Jeff Bezos calls and says, "Kath got a seat for you. Let's nope. go." You're Thank not you, going to go. Thank you, Jeff. Would you go in the Thunderbolt? I'd be happy to go All on the right. Thunderbolt somewhere in between with Jeff Bezos. Yeah, why not? All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's Except I'm, he's going to sit on the one side because I'm going to crash into him, Sorry, and I don't want him Jeff. crashing into yeah, me. Yeah, you're going to figure that out before you get on. I don't care, Richard. Remember the time when we uh, rode the. Uh, was it the Thunderbolt? And I had to ride you had, by you myself had to ride by yourself. with a stranger. Yeah, I had to get... <laughs> Thanks a lot. I was with a stranger. Hi, my name is John. Nice to meet you. Okay. 101.5 WORD. Ahead on Insight for Living with Bible teacher Chuck Swindoll. You who have friends who urge you to do wrong things, you have wrong friends. Stay with them long enough, you will cultivate rationalization. And you will find you no longer have a moral compass. Join us for the practical lessons gleaned from the book of Matthew. Weekdays on Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. 
Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. This is Greg Truszynski from the Original Mattress Factory. If this last year has taught us anything, it's the importance of spending time with loved ones, especially after being apart for so long. That's why this Sunday, July 4th, all of our locations will be closed so that our employees and customers can spend quality time celebrating. Our factory direct operation allows us to offer our lowest and best price to everyone every day, not just on holidays. So you'll get the same great value no matter when you buy. Have a happy and healthy July 4th from all of us at Original Mattress. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. Federated Mortgage's Home is Where the Heart is, Saturday at 7 a.m. Craig Schweiger welcomes Penguins Pirates chaplain Dr. Brad Henderson, founder of the Pittsburgh Kids Foundation. Learn about their incredible work with kids here in Pittsburgh and in Haiti. Plus, receive valuable and trustworthy information for seniors 62 and older about reverse mortgages during the show or by calling Craig at 412-866-HOME. Sponsored by Federated Reverse Mortgage in Pittsburgh. Home is where the heart is, where mortgage meets ministry. Saturday mornings at 7 on 101.5 FM WORD. think what would it be like to be an atheist um can i move that so yeah, I, can right. that. I, I, yep, yep. I mean I, I i try to be as compassionate as possible i don't know if i've ever tried to get in that mindset though what would that be like well Cy gard is with us Cy's a biochemist he's taught at nyu university of pittsburgh rutgers he's the author of the works of his hands a scientist journey from atheism to faith and Cy, welcome back always good to have you with us thanks Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, good to see your face, Cy. Um, so you remember those days in your own life, yes? Very well, yes. Okay, tell us uh, about what, I don't know, what was your mindset? Well, I, I grew up in a home that was militant atheistic. My, my parents were very, very left-wing, and they not only didn't believe in God, they believed that no God could exist. Uh, and that's what I believed as a child, of course, and Growing up into a uh, young adult, uh, I, I was, uh, I guess you would call an anti-theist. I also thought religion was evil. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, the process of how I changed is in the book, of course. That's the whole to- uh, subject of the book. But I'll just say that eventually there were things about the atheist worldview that didn't make sense to me, began not making sense to me, including strict determinism absence of free will, lots of things that just didn't jive with me. So I began thinking, well, maybe maybe it's possible that there is a God, and that allowed me to explore further. Yeah. And once I explored further, I eventually, it took a long time, but I eventually became first an agnostic and then a Christian. I, I believed in Jesus Christ from but, 
evidence of all kinds. You know, Sai, but, you're the second guest on our show this week who grew up, wow. as you describe, in a militant atheist home. And your heart's got to really? break for that. I mean, you never really had a chance. I mean, uh, do you know uh, York Moore, R. York Moore? He's a national evangelist for crew. Mm-hmm. You and, know, and for city. Right. And so he, his, his story is that they had a, a, like a sign out in front of their house, the Moors. It said, it would say the Moors atheists. And then on the, <laughs> on the side of their uh, house, they had a Bible burning bin where their parents, if they found any religious material, would throw it in there and occasionally burn stuff. And wow. so in York, he had a really, really dramatic conversion experience. He did. He did. And so you, the same way, you know, raised like we're raising our kids in Christian homes. Your parents raised you in an atheist home. So you never right. had an opportunity to know anything about God or Jesus at all. You started, you know, from the back pew in a way. Right. And, and, and sometimes I thank God for that because the experience that I had when I finally came to faith as an adult in my late 40s, was something that uh, a lot of Christians who grew up in the faith don't get, and that is Mm. the experience of seeing the light, literally the light appear where all was darkness. And it's just, it was overwhelming, and it still is. I mean, that's good. you know, it's it's something that stays with me forever. And so uh, there's something to be said for adult conversion. I think it, uh, and I've spoken to many people who've had that kind of experience, and it's, it's quite wonderful. On the other hand, uh, you know, atheism is still here. In fact, it's a lot more popular now than it was when I was young, which yeah. was a long time ago. Uh, and it's also changed in a way. I had a very different experience from from your, your other friend who, uh, you know, my parents couldn't possibly think of doing something like that because they would have been burned at the stake if they had, you know, burned uh, Bibles and, and atheist material. Uh, so it was very unpopular to be an atheist. Mm. I was quiet about it. I never told anyone. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, what's what's happened since then with the rise of new atheism is that a whole generation has grown up listening to some of these very militant mm. atheist uh, proponents, what's called the new atheists, Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris and those folks, and it's a very aggressive kind of atheism, which I did not have. Uh, I didn't know about. You know, I, I never acted on my atheism. I just didn't go to any church. I didn't, you know, I didn't pray. I didn't do anything like that. But I never told people that they were wrong for believing in God, right. believing in Jesus. But now you get that all the time. And I'm very active on social media. I have a, a large Twitter presence. And the other day I posted something about, you know, being, there being no evidence for atheism. And, you know, I got like 300 really? <laughs> blistering uh, replies from atheists no kidding. <laughs> who were absolutely incensed <laughs> at what I was saying and made a lot of nasty comments. So then would you, would you say the rise of the new atheists, the Dawkins and Sam Harris and whatnot has emboldened or informed the new atheists to come and, you know, rise up and you know talk to you about why you're wrong oh absolutely and dawkins himself has said at various atheist rallies uh no longer should we you know respect other people's crazy beliefs we should attack those beliefs we should make them see that they're wrong and bring them to the truth and the light which according to him is atheism disbelief in god and uh 
it, so it's it's an activist movement now, which mm-hmm. it didn't used to be. Right. And it's it's becoming quite successful, especially on college campuses and with young people. Uh, there's a lot of data on young folks becoming nuns, N-O-N-E-S, mm-hmm. meaning no religion. I don't care. I don't want to know about it. Uh, and and that trend is is continuing. Uh, and I think that it's the Christian apologists, Christian evangelicals uh, should be focusing, at least I feel, I, I want to focus my attention on those people, the people who have either fallen away from Christianity or have, have let their doubts overwhelm them and uh, are no longer going to church and no longer hearing the word of God and not reading the Bible. Uh, and in some cases, I don't know all, that has to do with science. And since I am a scientist, uh, I feel that my mission is to explain to these folks that science is not atheistic. Science does not tell you to disbelieve in God. There's no connection between science and atheism as much as the atheists would like there to be. Uh, and so that's really one of the themes also of, of my book and everything I've been doing since since that book was published is to try to convince people uh, that, you know, if, if there's anything that's going to bring you to atheism, it should not be science. <laughs> It shouldn't be anything, but you know, I can I can testify that science is not the right reason. Well, you know, it's fascinating listening to you talk because I'm on the outside of that. Not only am I not an atheist, but I'm not a scientist. Um, right. But certainly, as someone who watches culture closely, like I do. I think you would ask the average American, they would say that atheism and science are absolutely happy bedfellows. And right. what's more difficult is to figure out a way to uh, combine a life of faith with a life that pursues or even honors or even some would say even believe science. Well, you know, that is, you're right. That is the predominant cultural view in the country today. It just happens to be completely wrong. <laughs> and... Uh, there is many, many arguments to show that. I mean, there's there's a lot more scientific evidence for theism than there is for anti-theism or, or atheism. So, you know, and, and some of the typical arguments you'll hear all the time are just completely wrong and false and flawed. I'll just give you one, which I hear all the time. And that is, well, everything that was ever tried to be explained by the supernatural has always actually had a natural explanation. You may have heard that. That's a meaningless statement because I agree that when we do science, we find natural explanations. That's the definition of science. Science was not, is not made to explore the supernatural. It was not made. It has no means, no tools, no ability to look at the question of faith, the question of theism. It can only look at the natural world. So, yeah, it's self-fulfilling prophecy that science deals with the natural world and the natural world is scientific. But even having said that, there are things about the natural world that we know from science that point to something beyond, something that we can't explain and probably never will. And, And some of those things are not even, you know, related to science. Some are scientific, some are not. I mean... How do you explain love? How do you explain uh, joy, creativity, uh, all these human consciousnesses, you know, something that's even beyond study, we can't even define it. Mm, so and I, I practice on life. That's, that's the issue that's big for me. 
Yeah, sorry, John. No worries. Sigard is with us. His work is called The Work of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. So, Cy, uh, as you post on Twitter this week, you told that story, and you got 300-plus uh, uh, responses. How do you engage? I mean, it's mm. it's it's got to be a very tenuous, uh, sort of frustrating journey. Talk to us about that. It can be. Well, I should also mention I got 1,500 positive responses from other oh, Christians. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do get some support. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Uh, and, and uh, you know, how do I respond to atheists? If they raise an argument that sounds interesting or original, I will answer them. But if they say the same thing over and over again, okay. uh, you know, I just give a generic answer. And uh, if somebody actually insults me and it happens quite frequently, I just simply block them because I'm not interested in that. Uh, so, you know, it what, what disturbs me, and I have, by the way, I should say I have very good friends who are atheists. Some of the most popular atheist YouTubers and commentators are friends of mine. And I've been on their channels and we've had discussions. Uh, I'm actually working on a paper now with two atheists and, you know, we have a nice conversation. So I don't think there's, I don't think it has to be a war. It doesn't yeah. have to be so full of rage and anger and, 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 you know, all this, all this uh, extra, uh, vitriol that comes. I mean, we, we can we can discuss things without that, and that's what I'm hoping to hoping that we can do uh, with everyone. Good for you, Sai. I love that that's what you choose to do with your time. I think it's really important, as frustrating and maddening as I'm sure it often is. I'm sure it's also enlightening and challenging for you. I think that's one of the best yeah. things that, yeah. that we can say about engaging online is that, yeah, it can be frustrating. But if you're talking with someone who's really eager to figure something out or somebody who challenges you, then you can gain a lot from the experience as well. And, and if it happens, and it has happened, that someone has either seen a tweet of mine or maybe read my book, and then, and then they communicate to me, and this has happened actually quite a bit, and say, uh, you know, I was on the verge of giving up my faith, and after I read what you wrote, uh, I'm back. And that's that's all I need. Yep. I mean, to I don't keep you want going. anything else but that. That yeah, makes it all That's wonderful. Right? Well, Cy, we're so happy that we've come to know you over these yeah. last, what, been a year? Love your ministry. I bet it's been a year. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I can't, I can't. I don't remember. <laughs> I know. It's well, Cy, it, and it's super fun to see you on Zoom and to be able to communicate that way. And so thanks for being here and being part of the show. I love it. Thank you. Our pleasure. Cy Gart, as I said, his newest work, The Work of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. You can uh, find Cy. Uh, we just talked about that on Twitter. Cy Garth. G-A-R-T-E. My name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. 
Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 831.21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. Now that life is returning to normal, let us help by getting you out of your unused timeshare. Lone Star Transfer has an A-plus rating and hundreds of excellent reviews with the BBB. We guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. For the best customer service and a free consultation, call 844-284-4860 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like First Baptist Christian School of Butler. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. I think we all love Kennywood. Despite the removal of the kangaroo and the um, the parachutes. Which, to be honest with you, is hard to get past. It is a little hard. Okay. Um, however, they, I, when they take the turtle out. Oh, no, that's not I'm going. I'm done. I can't believe that. It's over. So I saw a piece. Uh, Paul Rubin um, says uh, in his article, I've been to every theme park in America. These are my 13 favorites. Oh, all right. I want to hear. Well, here's what he says about Kennywood. He well, says this. Can I can I hear? Is there is there a list? Oh, there's a list. Yeah. All right. Uh, but you know, uh, there's a list, and uh, but you don't want to tell it to me. Well, it's kind of a it's mixed a bag. Okay. Well, it's a mixed bag, and really, what I love to say, uh, what he's talking about is Kennywood. I think to me is the Kennywood's most important. Kennywood's on the list. Kennywood. He says this. Kennywood, located just outside of Pittsburgh in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania, is my favorite. What? Is my favorite traditional amusement park in the United States. It reminds How me about that? reminds me of the amusement parks that I grew up in, uh, go, going to Buffalo, New York. It has rides with no particular theming, including some of the old-fashioned rides I loved back in my youth, like swings, bobsleds, and a swaying pirate ship. There's also an arsenal of coasters that go from mild to wild. Start with a jackrabbit or racer. Don't miss the Thunderbolt and finish with Phantom's Revenge. There are also several classic dark rides 
like Noah's Ark and the Exterminator that are not to be missed. It's his favorite. Oh, that's great. Favorite. He said he's gone around the world. Gone around the world. Um, he's definitely, he's been to 333 amusement parks around the globe and ridden wow, 903 different roller coasters. And Kennywood at the top of his list. It's I love it so much. I just I love how I love how it looks. I love being able to find your way around. I love how it smells. Despite its change. I love well it I has got, changed. It it has changed. I will tell you this. I haven't been in Kennywood in six years. What? Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Yeah. What? I'm um, listen, well, since how I you can't then you're not speaking from You're probably not. It's changed since since I got vertigo. You and Listen, yeah. do the old people thing. I don't want to do, do the old people Go thing. Go sit on the bench I next to Joe the Cowboy. I am a rider. I don't care about Joe the Cowboy, like and him. I'm not there. I didn't pay 50 bucks to get in the door so that I could have, like, chocolate ice cream. It's the best place to people watch. You no, know people you you're go, there to do oh business. Gosh, you're you're there the to be a like professional, that? and that means you get on every ride. That's how it's always been for me. Well, so, so when I got Vertigo, it was pretty hard. I had to just... Okay, so your vertigo is not going to go away, so that means you're never going to go to Kennywood again. I'm just saying that's why I have a bit. I don't know. Come I don't on. know. I mean, you're losing your Yinzer creed. It's really shocking that you haven't What's been there in six years. Well, I'm sorry to don't disappoint you, you personally for like some in potato this way, patch fries? but I just, I do love a potato patch fry. But again, like, I, I don't need to pay 50 bucks to go in. If I... I don't want to walk in if I'm not going to be all about okay, the professional attitude. I guess you just cross Kennywood off. You'll never go to Kennywood ever again. Oh, that, that doesn't sound right. That's what it sounds like to me. You're just giving up. Just going to stay home. All right. That's fine. It's just a tough gig of the show. It's not a tough I'll just gig. I'll tell you right now. If you're supporting your hometown, uh-huh. you go to Kennywood. I, okay. All right. All right. I, what are you, you're the ones telling me it's changed. It's changed, but you still have to show up, right? Well, why should I show up if it's changed? You go to the pirate game, and they still stink. Yeah, that's a good point. So what the heck? No, You're going to go to a Steeler game, right? Like, what the heck? Okay. All right. We'll take a break. Come back in the interim. We're going to go to Kennywood. Well, not really. It's just in our minds. What's next? Oh, Frederica is going to be with us. Oh, we're going to the movies as well. Let's go. Ba- you go back to the movies. Yeah, okay. I will. All right. Thank goodness you're going to get out of the house. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh. To hear us there, we're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart. Tune in and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy reacts to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announcing that Congresswoman Liz Cheney has agreed to serve on a new select committee to investigate the January 6th riot at the Capitol. I was shocked that she would accept something from Speaker Pelosi. It would seem to me, since I didn't hear from her, maybe she's closer to her than us. I don't know. Representative Benny Thompson, chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee, will lead that panel. President Biden is in Surfside, Florida, meeting with family members and first responders to the condo collapse. The death toll remains at 18. The Democratic-led House has approved a sizable $715 billion transportation bill. The bill includes spending for roads, rail, public transit, and water. On Wall Street, the Dow ahead 104 points, and the NASDAQ is up 13. This is SRN News. At the Original Mattress Factory, we pride ourselves on offering something for nearly everyone. But there are a few things you just won't find at OMF. You won't find the big holiday weekend sales or high-pressure sales tactics. 
and you won't find the flashy gimmicks that don't actually offer any benefits. What you will find is our lowest and best price for everyone, every day. You'll find a helpful, no-pressure sales approach and products that were thoughtfully designed with you in mind. Visit a location near you to see what the original Mattress Factory difference is all about. This is Greg Trzynski from the Original Mattress Factory. We believe that you shouldn't have to spend your holiday at a mattress store in order to get a good deal. That's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day. All Original Mattress Factory stores will be closed this Sunday, July 4th, so feel free to spend time with family and friends. You can rest assured that you will always receive our best price and a great value, whether it's a holiday or not. Happy Independence Day from all of us at the Original Mattress Factory. Joe Buck and John Smoltz welcoming you back to the City Center Convenience Mart. Heather's moment has arrived, and you just hope all that training pays off. Heather lays down her purchase, but Randy rings it up as slowly as he can. Uh Uh-oh. Yep, she's looking at the cigarettes. There's nothing good back there. Heather's arm is in motion, but she just grabs the gum off the counter. That's a slick move. Even Randy tips his cap to Heather. Stand up to cancer and rally once you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. Everything that we do in the office is to provide a comforting feel to you and your family. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We do value the time that you spend at our office, and we understand that you don't have hours and hours because lives are crazy nowadays. But we want to really make sure that the time you're spending with us is efficient and effective and works for you as an individual. Harry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Considering a Christian education? Champion Christian School is partnering with this station to offer half off a year's tuition for first-time enrollees. For parents in the Uniontown area, Champion presents an outstanding public school alternative for pre-K through 12th grade students at their campuses in Donegal and Champion, featuring strong academics, certified teachers, and a developmental approach that helps every child reach their God-given potential. That's half off a year's tuition while it lasts at wordfm.com slash tuitions. They say, if you love something, set it free. At LifeLock, we say, what a load of bull hockey. All that saving up and paying off debt, and now some identity thief wants to set it free? Crazy talk. LifeLock helps monitor your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, we'll help fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. Tonight we'll have partly to mostly cloudy skies. It will be less humid late tonight. Expect a low of 57. Tomorrow, variable cloudiness with a thunder shower. We'll see a high tomorrow of 70. Mainly clear skies expected tomorrow night with a low of 56. Saturday, we'll see intervals of clouds and sunshine. We'll reach a high Saturday of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Oh, we're back. We're back in a big way. During the uh, top of the hour break, I went in and uh, made myself, after a tutorial from management earlier today, the Keurig machine. I don't uh, know what to say, except I am proud of your teachability. (laughs) 
That's good. Did you find it complex? It was no. It was really kind of sad, actually. Mm-hmm. In, in the kindness, management brought me in and said, "Okay, press this button." You moron. Then press this button. You moron. That was the subtext. Mm-hmm. It really was. Yeah. Like, we mm-hmm. really didn't miss you too much, you boober. Mm-hmm. So uh, do your coffee by yourself. Because mm-hmm. yesterday, they had to make myself, they had to make coffee for me. And deliver it. Yeah. But via Phantom. God bless everyone who's been part of the operation. Thanks for being along for the ride home. Kathy Emmons and John Hall in the Word FM studios. I want to let you know that we're not streaming today on Facebook as we usually are because we're there's some technological glitches. I wonder if it has to do with the unbelievable black cloud that's descending on Green Tree right now. Is it really? Is oh it my gosh, it's crazy what's happening. I like it. Don't you like this rain? This, this weird no, period I don't, we've been no, in? No, not at all. It's been so Thank dry for, for weeks and weeks and all of a sudden, boom, yeah. you're like, we're soaked up. I okay, like it a lot. Fine. Uh, anyway, but you can still reach us on Facebook if you'd like to leave us a message. Um, I asked in the, what was the thing I was looking for in the early hour? In the first hour of today's show? I don't know. Remember I said I want you to weigh in on something? Uh, <laughs> I don't have a clue. I got to look on Christy, Facebook and you know, see what I asked. You know what that was? Mm. Oh, the, the pretzels. pretzels. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. Okay, so the pretzels, I was talking about the pretzel shop, which uh-huh. is on uh, Carson Street in the south side. Right. And I was talking about a brand new German pretzel shop, which I understand is on Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield, really? but have not seen it. No. So I'm going to put up a post right now on our Facebook page and just say, look, if anyone's been to this place, can someone let me know so that I can figure out, I mean, I assume it's terrific because I've been to Germany. I've had German pretzels, and they absolutely changed my outlook oh, on all things. Well, wait, how about the guy who used to come in here with a bag of pretzels from uh, from the outdoor advertising? Yeah, yeah. Place? I enjoyed those pretzels very much. Where'd they come from? Don't know. Yeah, see. <laughs> all right, but a big pretzel, right? Like a big. I, pretzel. Listen, and I the Auntie Anne's thing is fake. That's well, gross. It's like it's sugary. Pretzel. It's a cor- no, 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 no. Like the real thing yeah. is hearty. How about it's the guy downtown? Super hearty. Remember the guy downtown? What guy downtown? <laughs> well, I used to work downtown. Oh, there I was know a guy downtown. I know who you're talking about. And he had like a little yeah, cart, yeah, yeah. a little yeah. cart, and he smoked a big old wet cigar. That was gross. So, you know, but he was there for a long time. He was time. there, yeah. I've walked, probably walked, I walked by that guy, I don't know, a thousand times. Never once was I tempted to get a pretzel. No, because that's man. not an appetizing picture <laughs> but that he was presenting. He, apparently, he made a living. Apparently. Right. Anyway, so we'd like to hear if you've been to either one of these pretzel joints okay, right the now. Pretzel place in Lawrenceville? No, or not Lawrenceville. Not Lawrenceville. Oh, sorry, South, uh, South Side. South Side. Just don't clutter the sidewalk. Yeah, exactly. Because the there's three hundred dollars citations right. for people that are making trouble in the South Side. Right. Oh, I think we talked about this a little earlier in the week. Um, I saw this. Uh, this a tweet by Scott Barry Kaufman, who's a PhD, and he says this: heartbreaking. Fifteen percent of men. And 10% of women in America have no close friends. The decline is most pronounced among men. In 1990, only 3% of men reported having no close friends. In 2021, the number rose to 15%. What do you think that's about? Is that, is that the, uh, again, is that the sort of the boogeyman of social media that everybody's at home and their close friends are online and not face-to-face? Yeah, probably. I think that's part of it. Or is it the decline of church attendance? Well, okay. It could be, obviously, I'm guessing it's a combination of a lot of things. But in our first hour, we talked to Richard Mao, who is the former president of Fuller Theological Seminary. And he was talking about the importance of just getting out 
and doing things in your community, mm-hmm. whatever that is. He was talking about a 4th of July parade that they're having in their community. And he said, you know, I have to go pick my grandkid up at the airport. But if I could go, I would go because I want to get to know people who live in my neighborhood. Right. I want to be seen. I want them. I want to see them. You know what I mean? I want us to hang out together because there's no all the institutions are on the decline. Well, like the, what, the, like Ameri- the Rotary, like the American Legion. The uh, the Elks Club, yeah. the what you know, whatever it is, the Kiwanis. boy, the Boy Scouts, oh yeah, all of those things are on the decline. Plus church attendance, mm-hmm. you had all these things. I think there's a there's a crisis of confidence in public institutions that are making people isolate more. And even though it feels, we all did this in COVID, right? At least to me, it felt good to isolate at first. In fact, I was really well, I was fine so doing content. that for months. I really didn't I have any trouble happy. whatsoever. But over time, it's not good for you. Right. And I realized that once I came back. When I the first once Sunday, we, remember how scared you and I were coming back in here. Uh huh. After COVID, we were just kind of weirded out. It right? was just we. It you know when you have a particular job you're doing, and I'm sure all so many of you can identify with this. It was such a shock to figure out how to do that job, how to carry it off at home. Right. And that was just a tremendous amount of effort. And then once you have established yourself in that way for all that time, then you have to go back to what you were doing before, at least in the place you were doing it before. And it like freaked me out. I was dragging my feet. I was. It was hard. It was really hard to get. Oh, like, wait, how no. do I do that again? I got to go. Oh, I got to What's get... it like to do the radio show from an actual radio studio? I got to take a shower and go. What? Are you kidding me? I what, gotta... So John didn't shower for 15 months? Sit I in mean... traffic. I stopped shaving. Look at that. I mean, you know, just. You weren't shaving before. Kind of. But you know what I mean? So people not coming back to church. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing, yeah, right? It is, I think it is the same kind of right? thing, oh, which contributes to, to the, 15, the 15% of men and 10% of women who have no close friends. Because if you don't show up somewhere, you're not going to end up with a close friend. But like you said, once you like you sort of broke the seal and you went, okay, I'm back in the world again. I got super geeked. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. Like all of a sudden, like I'm grabbing people and hugging them. And then, you know, going, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't know you, sir. And, you know, like right. kissing people. Right. That person's now going back into isolation because right? they're afraid of John. Calling everybody hun. Hey, hun. And they're like, stop that, you weirdo. Hey, hun. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's, it's so like gross. 1950. I know. Hey, hun. How you doing? You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. It just feels good to be back again. So I hope that wherever you are, you know, you, you do go back and that you're not alone and that, you know, whatever weirdness or uncomfortability or fear or whatever it is you're carrying, you know, especially going back to church, get back in there, man. Yeah. People are wanting to see you, right? And to worship listen, together. If you're like us and you were nervous about it, that's okay. Right. You know, just the important thing to do is to not sit in the nervousness. The important thing to do is to get beyond it and get out. Yeah. It'll be good for you. Like, 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 like we're all like experts. Now. No, I'm not an expert. I'm totally speaking out of my own, you know, fear and dysfunction and yours too. Right. We got my, my, and I just like, I agreed. Yes. Didn't miss a beat. Yes. Is it too early to say hi to Christy? I don't, I Is don't it, know. Can we do that? Can we do that? I mean, can we do that? Can we put you on the spot there? Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, we've been without a producer now for a while. Almost three months, I think. Yeah. And yeah, so. Right. So our good friend, Mike, new Mike, yeah. went on to greener pastures because he, 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 he was tired of our pasture. Right. And uh, management, in their good sense, has hired a new producer. After, uh, after interviewing 
a ton of people. We yeah. want to thank so many people for being interested in this position. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine hanging out with us. I know. I mean, I can't believe there that many people that thought that would be an okay thing to do. All right. So introduce Christy. Yeah. So the good news is we've got ourselves a new producer. Yeah. So we want to introduce all of you to Christy Stockdill. Christy, welcome in. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That's a voice that you're going to hear a lot more on the on the ride home. Now, Christy's been here for several weeks, but she's been doing the deep dive into figuring out everything that goes on here. Mm-hmm. And Christy, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, because it's radio and video on top of it, right? Yeah. So it's like the, the 21st century version of radio. Basically. I mean, if it would be me, I would just be sitting in there crying. So well, you, you've done it very, a very she's powerful been, she's job. Been, she's been Thanks. powerful and graceful mm-hmm. up to this point. And so we expect nothing less going forward. We're super excited you're here. I'm yes. super excited to be here. Okay, Excellent. so we will post photos and some short videos of Christy over the next week or so. Mm-hmm. We, we're trying to, to go easy at first. We didn't want to, like, do a media blitz. No, no. But here's the deal. Christy has the power. I mean, she holds the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, she can make we're, us. She can truly make just, us sound you know, more idiotic than we actually are. We're the marionettes. Yes, right? Christy, she's in she's control. A, she's of like the, the Julie Andrews in the little, you know, high on the hill was a lonely goat herd. Yep, I think you're the lonely goat herd. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, anyway, welcome. We've got a new producer, Christy Stockdale, and that's Super very, exciting. very good news. We'll take a quick break. Come back when we do come back. We are going to talk about uh, movies. Movies back, like we said. Back to the movies. Alyssa Wilkinson will join us. She's a regular guest on our show from Vox. What it's like for her to be back in the movie theaters. That's straight ahead. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. Being single and dating in the 21st century is maybe more challenging than it has ever been. Here's Jonathan Pakluda. We have more help in, on the topic of dating than any generation that has ever lived, and we're the worst at it. How do you think biblically about singleness and dating? We'll tackle that next time on Family Life Today. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Sunshine and backyard cookouts are back in the forecast. And Blinds.com wants to help you soak up the savings during our 4th of July spectacular with up to 45% off everything. Transform your backyard into the perfect oasis this summer with our top-selling outdoor shades. Blinds.com makes it a breeze to get made-to-order custom blinds for any room in your home or outdoor space. Whether you do it yourself or have everything installed from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free samples, free shipping, and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom 
custom window treatments in the world. Take advantage of some of our best deals of the season during the 4th of July Spectacular. Visit Blinds.com today and receive up to 45% off everything. That's Blinds.com. Pay over time with PayPal credit at Blinds.com. PayPal credit is subject to credit approval. Visit Blinds.com slash PayPal for details. Rules and restrictions may apply. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kanodik and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Okay, we were just talking about coming back in the studio after being away for 15 and months. How, and, and, you know, this is what we've done for over a decade, and it was still scary. Weird. It was weird. And nerve-wracking. Yeah. I think more than anything, it was just kind of like, how do we engage with our coworkers, right? Yeah, and how do you, just the procedures of having to do a job in a different space. I couldn't, yeah. It's hard to get used to. I couldn't use the coffee maker, for goodness sake. I mean, you like, couldn't use the board. What the heck? Anyway, so people are getting back, right? I mean, life is hopefully returning to somewhat uh, of a normal flow, and that includes the movie theaters. Last week, I went to the movies, the theater, for the first time in a long time. I saw In the Heights, which I loved. Mm -hmm. And so uh, our next guest, uh, Alyssa Wilkinson, she's a regular guest on our show. She's a film critic at Vox.com. She's been writing about film and culture since 2006. Alyssa's works have appeared all over the place, Rolling Stone, RogerEbert.com, The Atlantic. Um, and she's here to talk to us today about herself going back. Alyssa, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you all? We're good. We're excited that you're with us, and especially yeah. because you're writing about going back to the theaters once again. <laughs> I sure am. I feel like I've been in a theater every day for the past month, which is a totally new experience for of me. Of course. Okay, so that's like that's weird, right? I mean, John and I were trying, mm -hmm. we were being really honest about the fact that, uh, this is before you came on, that when we came back to work, we were like scared about it. And it sounds mm -hmm. goofy because you're like, it's not like something I've never done before, but it, it, it was just, it was a different mindset. It was a different... Everything mm -hmm. about it was different, and the getting back isn't, like, the easiest thing to do. No, it's not. You know, the funniest thing that's, that happened to me is I, I went back to a movie theater to see a movie, you know, for my job, which means I take notes. And I realized that for about a year and a half, I've had really, really neat notes because I could see my handwriting, <laughs> and now they're just a complete mess again. That's um, funny. But, yeah. Yeah, it's been totally different, and I think it's been really good, but it's definitely been an adjustment, just like seeing a movie in a room with other people who I'm, you know, don't live with, or seeing it on a big screen, or remembering that, oh yeah, like it's dark, and the lights are bright, and the sounds are going to be really loud, and that, and that's, it, that's a, it feels like a new experience all over again. Kind of makes me feel like how, uh, how some of the early moviegoers who were, you know, seeing movies literally for the first time ever might have felt when they were in the presence of this big screen. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So then when you went back the first time, can you describe that first experience, Alyssa? You walk into a theater. I mean, uh, I know oftentimes as a critic, you know, you tend to be alone or there's like six or eight people in a large movie theater. But what about the first time that you were in a movie theater with like real people shoulder to shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so we've only kind of gone back to the shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder, uh, uh, routine here in New York in the last couple of weeks. 
Um, so yeah, I've seen a couple. Um, you know, my first movie back was in the Heights, and it was a it was a medium crowded room, but it wasn't. Uh, it was a press screening. Um, but I've seen some other ones. The Tribeca Film Festival just wrapped up here in New York, and. Um, I wrote recently about one of the films that I saw there. It was the only one they screened inside, and it was a documentary by the pair who made American Factory, which won Best Oscar, uh, Best Documentary at the Oscars a couple of years ago. It's on Netflix. Great film. But they kind of pivoted and, and made a movie about Dave Chappelle, the comedian, who had a bunch of um, comedy shows. He put on a series of comedy shows in basically like a cornfield, um, in Yellow Springs, Ohio, where he lives uh, last summer. And it's this incredible film. I mean, I I really, really loved it. But I saw it at Radio City Music Hall, and it's the first time that there's been an event at Radio City since the pandemic. And the place was crowded. It was a, you know, it was like a vaccination-only kind of deal. So I was sitting next to people uh, who I didn't know. And there were people behind me and in front of me. We were laughing and we were like gasping and all that stuff. And it, cool. it just felt really good. That's mm. what you want out of a movie. Yeah, you know? yeah right. right. The community around you. Wait, so a vaccination only crowd. So are you saying you had to yeah. show like a vaccination passport? Yeah. I mean, you know, you show your card or you show, um, if we have like a little app that just pulls from the city database and that way, you know, people feel comfortable. Yeah just being around and not worrying about like, am I too close to somebody or whatever? Um, and those are relatively common at live events right right now in New York City that take place inside. Um, okay. Yeah, but you don't do that when you go to the movies or something like that. Right. It's just that sometimes private events want to make sure that people like feel comfortable just taking off their masks and having a good time yeah, inside. Yeah, of course, 100%. Really nice. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so the lights go down, and you're going to watch a movie together. I mean, was it a uh, was it a series of like uh, emotions of like relief or weirdness mm-hmm. or you know what, what was that all about? Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, it wasn't a movie that was set in New York, but you can't kind of sit in a movie theater in New York and not remember at this point what it was like to be here last April, yeah. uh, April 2020, and you know, just it was like 24 seven sirens and just seeing like. Mm. You know, big refrigerated trucks parked on your block. It's just a lot, you know, tents in Central Park, just stuff that seems like it's right out of a right out of a dystopian movie. And so when you're sitting in a theater and thinking, like, I've been in here before. I can remember concerts I've gone to, but I, I genuinely, you know, I didn't know if we'd ever be back here. Um, and so the emotions are running high. And then, you know, they were using the event to reopen Radio City on top of it, which just felt really exciting and and they had like a little concert afterwards which is something that they sometimes do at tribeca events it was you know it was it was a blessing and it was also fun because the movie you know was set in kind of rural ohio and uh, you know it's a documentary so you were seeing a lot of people who were having kind of the same experience that you had in a different setting um you know last summer that they're they're living in a small town they're but they're still trying to navigate, like, how do we be together and how do we care for one another in our community? Sure. That's cool. We're talking with Alyssa Wilkinson. She's a film critic at uh, Vox.com. Okay, so you made reference to uh, seeing In the Heights. I saw it as well. Uh, What did you think? Oh, I love it. I I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think I I understand some of the criticisms that arose about some of the ways the the community was portrayed because, of course, I've I've been to Washington Heights. I know what it's like there. I think that... um, Overall, it's just such a good-hearted movie, and it's really a lovely movie about pulling together as a community and, you know, overcoming 
overcoming difficulties, just normal difficulties. You know, the, the strangest thing happens. I got a news story today that the power actually went out in Washington Heights yesterday because it's been so hot here the last two days. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, is it self-marketing for the movie? But, you know, you know that that community, they're trying to take care of themselves just like every neighborhood does. And I love, you know, the return to to big movie musicals, which is a real trend for this year. There's a, there's a whole bunch of them coming. So it was a it was a real pleasure to to see that and to see all these amazing performers just singing and dancing and making this amazing film together. Yeah, it's fabulous. Lynn Manuel Miranda, of course, you know that name mm-hmm. from Hamilton. And I mean, it is as Lisa Alyssa says, it is a gigantic movie musical. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alyssa, I mean, it's so it's so thick and so over the top in some ways. I mean, my wife and I went. We found ourselves laughing out loud at you know. It was, it was so outrageous mm-hmm. at some of the visuals that just kind of kept on coming. Yeah, there's that whole scene in the middle of it that's shot at what is actually a giant public municipal pool um, in Washington Incredible. Heights. And, uh, you know, and they staged it specifically like a kind of old school Busby Berkeley, Esther Williams, yeah. you know, synchronized swimming thing. Sure. And if you know that reference, it's so fun to see. Oh and even gosh. if you don't, it's incredible to see. And they... Uh, you know, I, I interviewed the director and I interviewed Lynn and I interviewed the writer and they all were like, well, we weren't planning on shooting it there. But then we walked past it and we were like, this is actually our community pool. Like, could we do this? And then they did. Um, and it's incredible. That's really fun. Alyssa, tell me about the other. Tell us about the other movie musicals that you said are coming down the pike this year. Yeah. So I can't name them all because they, <laughs> they keep they keep kind of saying that there's different ones coming. But um you know, the big one, and the one that I think everyone will hear about, of course, is there's a West Side Story remake coming out at the end of the year, and it's directed by Steven Spielberg, who's always kind of wanted to make a movie musical and never actually has. Um, and the book is written by Tony Kushner, who, you know, wrote Angels in America. And so they've they've kind of remixed it, I guess, a little bit and tried to think about how to tell the story, not in a new way. It's still the same thing um, from what I understand, but it'll definitely be you know, set in a New York that's recognizable. Um, so the, and, and, uh, in the Heights has some DNA from West Side Story in it. So that's kind of exciting. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda also directed an adaptation of Tick, Tick, Boom, which is, um, by the, the guy who wrote Rent. And that one's coming to Netflix. Um, and there's a, there's a handful of other ones, but it really is a year where Hollywood is Maybe it's the the long shadow of La La Land, right? But it's it's here when uh, Hollywood is seeing, testing the waters and seeing if maybe maybe a musical can be revived. Maybe we can go back to those days. And it's really in keeping with historical precedent. If you think about the golden age of movie musicals, um, like in the 30s, it was sort of, you know, post-hard times or in the midst of hard times, people wanted to go see these films that made them feel joyous and also sometimes approach really difficult topics so but that's what we're hoping for with this year outstanding okay so because of COVID, of course uh, a lot of the the big films that were supposed to be released last year mm-hmm. were not released so are we about mm-hmm. to see a glut of really good movies we are or at least really big movies okay <laughs> all right there's a difference the same thing. Yeah, um, right. but yeah i mean you know i I really enjoyed F9, the new Fast and Furious movie. It's oh. ridiculous and super fun. <laughs> um, that came out last weekend. 
Um, you know, we've got actually some really great movies coming out this week today. In fact, um, if you have HBO Max, Steven Soderbergh's new movie just dropped and it's full of movie stars. He actually shot it during COVID last year in Detroit, but it's a great heist movie. Um, Summer of Soul comes out tomorrow on Hulu and in theaters. That's like an incredible music documentary. Um, cool. about an event that a lot of people don't remember happened. But, yeah, I mean, Black Widow is coming. We've got Jungle Cruise coming, which is like, you know, The Rock and Emily Blunt. It's based on the Disney ride. Um, there's, a, you know, The Green Knight, which a lot of people were really anticipating based on the old medieval poem, um, is coming out. There's a new Space Jam. This month there's even a new M. Night Shyamalan film, which a lot of people really love his kind of, twists and turns and then even just looking ahead to the fall i mean we've got a new bond there are three more marvel movies after black widow coming out this year um there's a top gun movie there's just a lot on the way um the trailer just dropped this week for um the many saints of newark which is the sopranos prequel that's coming out in october so there is a ton of movies and uh and i am going to be scrambling to keep up on all of them but i'm excited to have wow and you get to do it in a theater you're going to like be eating popcorn and you're going to have mm-hmm. like, I don't know what. Do you, okay, let me ask you a last question because we're really out of time. But do you like because it's your job, do you snack during movies or is that a no, no? Yeah, if I can, if we're in a multiplex. But my my snack of choice is Reese's Pieces because they have peanut butter, which means protein. So it can be oh, that's a, you know what? That's a health food. <laughs> yeah, I support you in that. That's All right. That's, yep. Alyssa, yep. that's Alyssa Wilkinson, Reese's Pieces. She's going to be, like, knocking herself out with protein over the next three months mm-hmm. as she catches up on all the films nice she missed. Alyssa, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Yeah, our great pleasure. Vox.com to see Alyssa Wilkinson and her reviews. Also, you can find her easily on Twitter uh, where she posts often. Yeah, she knows, she knows her movies. I like a Reese's Pieces right now. I'm not a fan. There's something I'm about not, them I'm that's not a huge weird. fan either, but I'm really hungry the and I take them. Peanut butter cup. Yeah, but uh, whatever. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. It's no secret that the Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh real estate market have exploded, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, For so long, it was easy to buy a house in our town. Really straightforward experience, but not so much anymore. Housing prices have really gone through the roof, and it's a seller's market. So, if you're looking to buy, 
United Faith Mortgage is a great tool in your toolbox. Their direct lender advantage, really, it's everything. It gives you the necessary help and the best deal possible on a new mortgage. Plus, the family behind United Faith Mortgage, they're open about their faith, and it's evident in how they live and especially how they do business. Hundreds and hundreds of happy people living in their dream house because of the excellence of United Faith Mortgage. Look online, United Faith Mortgage. It's a good family doing the right thing. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees, like Eden Christian Academy in the North Hills, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, tune in and at radio.com. Tonight we'll have partly to mostly cloudy skies. It will be less humid late tonight. Expect a low of 57. Tomorrow, variable cloudiness with a thunder shower. We'll see a high tomorrow of 70. Mainly clear skies expected tomorrow night with a low of 56. Saturday, we'll see intervals of clouds and sunshine. We'll reach a high Saturday of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Well, it's summertime, but before you know it, school will be back in session. Might I say, if you're looking for a quality Christian school to have your child attend this fall, Word FM has their half-price tuition in effect right now. For brand-new students at quality Christian schools throughout western Pennsylvania, your child can attend for half-price. Here to talk to us about Jubilee Christian School is Darla Posney. Darla's the principal of Jubilee. Hi, Darla. Thanks for coming along today. Hi, how are you? Real good. We're excited to have this promotion underway because for a lot of people who would think, well, I I just, I'd love to send my child to a Christian school, but I'm not sure that I could afford it. This is an, an introductory offer. So, Darla, talk to us about Jubilee Christian School. Why, tell me why I should send my child to Jubilee. Well, I can tell you that the mission of Jubilee Christian School has always been and always will be to provide each student with an exemplary education and enduring values rooted in the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is so important in these days, to have both the exemplary education and those values that are so rooted. At Jubilee, everything we do is centered around God and and centered around Jesus, and we really do Um, expect our children to learn the golden rule and other rules while they are here. Our instructional approach is one that we have an integrated approach to learning. Hmm. This approach is centered around God as creator, redeemer, and sustainer, and at Jubilee, he is central to everything we teach and study. We have monthly units that are integrated across the subject area, and these monthly units that the children adore Um, often focus on science, social studies, and language arts. 
And we had field experiences where whatever unit we are studying for that month, we actually, and hopefully this will happen again in the fall, (laughs) um, we actually go to field trip destinations. Keep our fingers crossed on that one. But we've gone to places like the Frick Art Museum, the Carnegie Science Center, and we've gone to other places like Giant Eagle and Blood Bank or the Heinz History Center. But it's all based around our unit, which, again, is all based around the gospel of Jesus. Um, our parents are are experts, and they're involved in everything that we do. Um, we really find it's important to have great parents that are encouraged to work with the teachers and determine how they can provide extras to their students. Um, so we also have parents coming in and doing things, and we have assemblies also. Well, it sounds like a, a really great Christian community. So when you're thinking about August, September, this coming school year, I'd encourage you to look at Jubilee Christian School. Our half-price tuition event is going on right now, so don't miss this. For brand-new students, wordfm.com. You'll see the half-price tuition banner at our homepage, wordfm.com, and check out, click, Jubilee Christian School. Darla, thanks an awful lot. Greatly encouraged by your passion, your expertise, and bringing the gospel to young minds and hearts. Thank you very much. Half-price tuition, wordfm.com. sense. Does what make sense? The Zagnut. The Zagnut candy bar? I was in Sheets the other night when it was very, very, very hot. Yeah. I shared with our listening audience that we escaped our unair conditioned house mm-hmm. and went to Sheets for a treat. Yeah. So I was wandering, trying to decide what my treat was going to be. And I looked at the Zagnut and I thought, really? I'm surprised. I didn't know there was the Zagnut. I thought the Zagnut was long gone. No, it was there. So the Zagnut is kind of like um, it's a peanut butter. No, it's peanut butter. Yeah. With toasted coconut on the outside. Oh, I would eat that. I would eat that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty good to me. It makes perfect sense to me. You know, wait, you're making a face like you're disgusted by that it. That makes no what? sense. That is the worst combination: so- peanut butter and coconut. I like it. I would have a Zagnut. The Zagnut. And the Zag, what, that was by the Clark Candy Bar Company. That's a local I think it product. Was. Yeah, it I is. I think it was. Um, it was sold to, to Leaf later on, and then it was acquired by Hershey Foods in 96. Okay. So the Zagnut's back. Zag, well, I don't know if it ever left, but I wish it would have, because that does not make sense. Well, I like the Zagnut. I'm going I'm to look for one now. Let me put that in my head. Okay, so if I have several Zagnuts, does this make sense? The elastic waistband pants. <laughs> does the elastic waistband pant makes sense uh, now look here's the deal yeah before you poo poo this all right everyone's wearing yoga pants right during covid not everybody were, but a lot of people were because they were relaxed at home mm-hmm. and there was comfort there, there now you're back there. in the office or headed back in the office why would you give that up right you'd wear that sort of yo and i you know it's different than it's not like 1968 I imagine i've not worn them that the elastic waistband pant has some new look and feel to it I, think I don't so. know what you can really do to bring that up Listen, to current. I'm looking online, and you know they're high end. Like you can buy a pair for like $179. Okay. Not that I'm going to do that. Yeah. Okay. But it's got a nice feel and look to it. A drape. Dare All right. I this say. is how I feel. You're asking me if it makes sense. Yes. That's the Does it make sense? That's gross. No. It makes perfect sense. Unless they're pajamas. 
if they are pajamas or ho- home loungewear, I believe it's acceptable. Otherwise, not at the office. Do no. I think a lot of people would wear them. No. I think a lot of people would wear no. them. No, no, no. Please, just say no. I don't know. Don't you have some pride, people? People don't even know that it's elastic waistband. You it's- know. You know I'm at work and I have an elastic waistband. It does something to the mind, people. How about like sitting down after a big meal and you kind of like, oh, I need a little space there. With the elastic waistband, it's already built in. If you're at home, so eat in your pajamas if you want to be that eat person. Eat in your pajamas. What if you go into a business lunch? WORD. And they lived happily ever after. Ever wonder if they did? (laughs) Well, marriage is not a fairy tale. It's a great adventure. That's why Family Life Today wants to give you their Love You Better plan. 30 days to love your spouse better. You'll also be entered to win a Family Life Love Like You Mean It marriage cruise with money to cover additional expenses. Enter today and every day. Go to wordfm.com slash love. America, America, God shed his grace on thee. And wow, hasn't the Lord blessed us here in America? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and our family is just so thankful to live in this great country. So let's celebrate with a good old-fashioned chicken barbecue meal at the Springhouse. My brother Sam and his four boys will fire up the barbecue pit outside and cook long and slow the chicken quarters, dousing them every five minutes with our secret butter vinegar sauce. Keep cool inside the Springhouse Sun Porch and enjoy all our most popular family recipe sides to go with a barbecue chicken hot off the pit. Summer's a great time to top off this meal with a toasted almond fudge ball or a mud-covered dirt ball. Take a spin down our hillside slide and let the baby calves lick your fingers for a memory-making experience on the farm at the Springhouse, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Looking for a school that supports your goals as Christian parents? Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin is partnering with this station to offer half off your first year's tuition. For families across 15 South Hills districts, this makes a true discipleship-modeled approach to education twice as affordable. Elementary through high school graduation, now offering five-day pre-K for three- and four-year-olds. Cornerstone Prep, preparing Christian students for life after graduation. Get half off a year's tuition while it lasts at wordfm.com slash tuitions. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to ditch the car and start rollerblading to work. I look ridiculous. You look ridiculous! You don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your organs on the black market. Lie back. This is going to hurt. Yeah, that hurts. You don't need to rent out your apartment to drifters. I made a fire with the wood in your bedroom. That's my dresser! And your closet door. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Frederica Matthews-Green is with us. Frederica is a favorite of ours. 
Jesus Prayer, which we found years ago, and she's uh, written extensively about that. She's also uh, the author of The Ancient Desert Prayer That Tunes the Heart to God. Uh, It's the Orthodox Church. Welcome to the Orthodox Church. Frederica is an Orthodox Christian. And Frederica, welcome back. How are you? Fine. How are you? Oh, we're well. Yeah, we're good, Frederica. Frederica, you've sent us something um, in preparation for our segment today that is, um, it's a deep concept. Um, Talk about the idea of, um, the idea that Christians had, early Christians had, and hopefully, hopefully we have it, but I think there needs to be some reclamation there, of the idea that God infuses all of creation, everything around us. It's kind of, I don't know, it's hard for me to get my, my head around. It sure is, and um, one of my friends, his name is Father Steve Freeman, um, has written a book called Everywhere Present based on a line in our prayer to the Holy Spirit. It says that God is everywhere present and fills all things, and what a stunner (laughs) that is, because we tend to comfort ourselves with the idea that God is off in the, the upstairs floor of reality, and we're downstairs, and... He's not really keeping that close of an eye on us, watching us from a distance, as that that popular song says. Um, But the early church believed that God really infused and permeated everything, including our minds, including our bodies, including every plant, that what is within it is actually the life of God. And and, in a weird way, um, quantum physics is approaching this as they tell us that inside every solid molecule of matter, when you go down deep enough, it's energy. Mm. And uh, and I know I'm just like all over the place, but energy is a word that St. Paul uses over and over and over again. He talks about the energy of God and God blessing us and filling us with his energies. Mm. But, But it doesn't appear in our English Bibles because our Western theology is really based on the Latin Bible, and there was no word in Latin for energy. But, uh, yes, St. Paul over and over is saying God energizes in us both to will and to energize for his good pleasure. I see. So, Frederick, the word then is is what um, in the translation? (laughs) Yeah, so what I want to tell you about, um, I've, I've lately been studying the difference between our sort of uh, society, and pre-literate societies, because they have a much stronger sense of the vividness of, of everything in creation and the interconnectedness. So the word I wanted to talk about is a Hebrew word uh, from, the, from the Hebrew Old Testament, and it's, um, I try to get the pronunciation exactly right, it's spelled dabar, D-A-B-A-R in English, transliteration, but the B should be a little bit softer, like almost a, a V sound. And what does this word mean? This is an extremely popular word in the Old Testament and the Hebrew Scriptures. It is the tenth most common noun hmm. in the whole Hebrew Scriptures. It appears 1,442 times. Wow. And there really is no English equivalent. There's no way to translate it. Um, when they were translating the Bible into English for the King James Version back in the 1600s, they used 82 different words to represent davar. 
because there, it's just a concept we don't have. Hmm. Wow. And, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Keep it going. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that, um, the, the way I began to grasp it is by thinking about illiteracy. You know, I always think of illiterates. Illiteracy is like a, a gap. It's a loss. It's something they don't have. But there's something that they do have that we lose when we become literate. And, of course, uh, um, you know, when I talk about the Old Testament, some people were literate or we wouldn't have an Old Testament. Um, But it's the the general feeling of the whole culture. Most people could could live their whole life if you were a shepherd or if you were a seamstress or whatever. You wouldn't need to write or to read. Um, You would go to church, you would go to temple, and you would hear the scriptures read aloud and that would be enough. You didn't have to have a written version of it. So it's a very different kind of a culture. There were four things that I discovered as I researched this. Um, first is, if you think about, if you were illiterate, and almost everybody else you knew was, you all were in a, what they call an oral culture. Think about the fact that you can't communicate by yourself. Anytime communication is going on, there are at least two people there, mm-hmm. and they're both alive, and they're both awake, and they're both talking and listening and interacting. So there's no communication without personal human interaction going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the second one is that the, this can't, the, the people who are doing this communicating, it comes from inside of them. It comes from inside a particular person with his own personality and his own quirks. And the, the words originate actually inside of them. They're carried out on their breath. And so it's, it's like it's part of their life going into the air, this particular mm-hmm. person. It's like there's no objective word. It's just the word is this person says it, the word is that person says it. Um, thirdly, all this emphasis on... The spoken word omits the fact that people can use a lot more things than speaking. Uh, they've got their tone of voice, facial expressions, their their hand gestures, and so forth. It's a much more um, kind of multi-sensory thing that's going on anytime communication is going on, because it's always a particular individual is doing the speaking. And the last one is, um, of course, is a little hard for us to imagine, but... Um, it's that sound is uniquely fleeting. It's like as soon as you say it, it's gone. Yeah, it's got, as soon as you it say back. it, it's gone. You can't get it back. You Nobody recorded it. That's right. Nobody yeah. transcribed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the writer of the book I've been reading says um, if, if there's a hunter and a buffalo, he might be able to, to look at and smell and even taste the buffalo. But if he hears the buffalo, he better watch out. Mm-hmm. There, there's something about sound that is intrinsically tied up with life and with power. And that's where it comes down to with, with Devar, that um, when the speaker is God, you know, think about the spoken word has all the things. It's a unique personality. It's alive. It's multisensory. All these things are going on. Now, think about what the word of God means in that kind of a setting, Mm. that when God speaks, it's his own life that he is expressing. 
and uh, and that and that that life is so powerful. I mean, uh, it yeah. makes. Uh, in fact, this is you. You. I was just going to br- bring up the psalm that you literally sent to us today, mm-hmm. which is by the word of the Lord the heavens were made. Right. So that yeah. that that breath that language is is of a power that we, I we can't possibly comprehend. And we think of the word of the Lord is the the print on the page of yeah. our Bible, you know, and how still that is. It's a it's a weird thing, but when when literacy is coming in, it is sensed by people as dead. I mean, in comparison. Those words just lie there on the page, and you can close the book, and they just go on lying there, as opposed to the spoken word, which can only be alive. That's the only way. All right, Frederica, I am. I, I regret to tell you that our time is up because that we could talk about this for a long time. Gotcha. That's a re, it's a really interesting thing to ponder. The power of the word of the breath of God, the bar, the language of God, Frederica. Thanks for being with us today. Sure thing. Our great pleasure. Frederica Matthews Green, the author of The Jesus Prayer, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Tunes the Heart to God, and her newest, Welcome to the Orthodox Church, An Introduction to Eastern Christianity. She's working on a new book, which revolves around this conversation. So no no English English translation of that word. Dabar. Or 80. I think she said 80 different English translations, 80 different English words, trying to get to the heart of that word. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code word. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. It's Mattress Firm's 4th of July sale. For a limited time, save up to $500 on a king bed for a queen price. On top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $999 purchase. Federated Mortgage's Home is Where the Heart is, Saturday at 7 a.m. Craig Schweiger welcomes Penguins Pirates chaplain Dr. Brad Henderson, founder of the Pittsburgh Kids Foundation. Learn about their incredible work with kids here in Pittsburgh and in Haiti. Plus, receive valuable and trustworthy information for seniors 62 and older about reverse mortgages during the show or by calling Craig at 412-866-HOME. Sponsored by Federated Reverse Mortgage in Pittsburgh. Home is Where the Heart is, where mortgage meets ministry. Saturday mornings at 7 on 101.5 FM WORD. 
This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. Yeah, happy Barry Bonds. I'm sorry, Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, that's kind of happy, Barry. Listen, Barry Bonds wishes it was Barry Bonds Day. Yeah, happy Bobby Bonilla Day because, you know, they were the killer bees back yeah, in the Yeah, they 90s. were, sure. Okay, so every day, every year on this day, uh, the New York Mets pay Bobby Bonilla $1.2 million. And you say, why would the Mets do that? Well, so from 2011 through 2035. Now, Bobby Bonilla. You know, he's retired a long time ago. Oh, yeah. uh, the Mets bought out his contract, $6 million they bought out his contract. And they thought, well, you know, we'll just, we'll defer this payment. So look. They were trying to make salary cap space. Yes, exactly. So 2011 to 2035, they thought, well, you know, we, we're we're investing with uh, our uh, Bernie Madoff. He's our guy. And Bernie Madoff is offering us great returns on the dollar. So we're not really losing money. We're going to make money. Well, of course, Bernie Madoff turned out to be a fraud, and so now the Mets are having every year to pay this money to Bobby Bonilla, one point two million dollars so for sitting. So Bobby could have just taken the six million. Yeah, and I, sh- I shouldn't have said salary cap. They were trying to get in, in their budget. Right. Right. Okay. So he could have just taken it. Instead, he's you know will his you take, agent said, "Do this." Will you take the long payout? Well, sure. I'll, I guess I'll take the long payout, having no concept could could he ever could no. bobby Bonilla ever have known what that would mean for him that he would get one what is it 1.1 1.2 million dollars every single stinking year july 1st of every year wouldn't that be something i mean you're set you're good to go not that he wasn't before but now he's even like better to go money in the bank so happy bobby Bonilla day and uh hey have a great weekend the ride home with john and kathy a production of salem media group